back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road, well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. And this time around, uh, reaching out to southeastern Michigan in the Macomb County area to Eric Edoff, uh, superintendent of LCPS, that's the Lance Cruz Public Schools. And uh, Superintendent Edoff, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat, and we'll go from there. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time and the opportunity to speak with everyone today and uh, hopefully provide some answers to uh, all of the uncertainty and craziness going on right now. Indeed. Before we go deep into what is the information I really wanted to cover regarding a statewide survey of Michigan parents showing concerns over a safe return to the schools in the autumn, is um, for the statewide business community, which is our audience, they might not be familiar with LCPS or Lance Cruz Public Schools. So could you bring them up to speed on that? Sure. So Lance Cruz is a suburban Detroit district in Macomb County. We're a very a larger district with a few over 10,000 students, around the 15th largest in the state. We sort of hug Lake St. Clair, just north of St. Clair Shores. And it is, it's a diverse community, a very proud community. It has been a school district in existence for many, many years, and very proud of, I think, programming and a lot of options for students. We offer a variety of different things and have, you know, been trying to reach students at where they're at and their needs for many, many years. Indeed. And uh, I, even in my research for the interview, I saw that they've been able to get into a little bit of creativity with some video production that led to some wonderful YouTube videos. So folks can go out and check those out as well. But as I alluded to, there's been a statewide survey of Michigan parents showing concern over the safe return to school in the autumn and the impact on the ability to work. So can you go a little bit deeper on the parent survey as more than half, half of the Michigan parents say that if schools were unable to reopen safely in the autumn, that it would have an impact. I absolutely agree. I think that I think schools have a vital function in a successful economy, not only in what we would consider to be the most important, which is educating students for their own futures and quite frankly for our futures as well, but a more direct impact and that students need to be at school so parents can be at work. And I think that that has become more and more apparent as a reality lately that the ability for our economy to restart is going to be very dependent on the needs of parents to have their kids in school. So I really think that that doesn't surprise me at all. And I certainly am supportive of getting kids back to school. Of course, safety is the most important issue. Safety is always the most important issue at schools, whether it be through this dealing with COVID or even other school safety issues pre-pandemic. That, that was a big focus of all schools. But at the same time, we need to do it safely, but we kids learn best face-to-face. They learn best when they're in school, and that's you know what we would support getting to, if at all possible. And as it has been in the past, uh, there's a critical need, especially now, for state and federal funding for the K-12 schools, but uh, you would be well apprised of the details, so could you share about that? Sure, yes. I mean, I, it's no surprise that school funding has been a controversial and difficult topic for many years in Michigan, a very political topic over the past several years. I would say somewhat depoliticized more recently, and that's a positive thing. There is a very large study from the School Finance Research Collaborative that was done about two years ago now that I think kind of reset everyone's views of school funding in Michigan. And if we have priorities of outcomes of our kids and our own vitality as a state, then we need to invest in public schools in a way that we were not doing. 
And I think we were moving in that direction, but obviously our funding is directly dependent on sales tax, and that was uh, extremely low. As every business owner knows, if their business wasn't operating or operating in a very small capacity, that they weren't uh, generating um, paychecks and there wasn't money being spent. So there was a tax being spent from the corporate business level as well as the consumer level. So that it's very hampered right now. It's very short. We're hearing positive talk from not only the governor's office, but also legislature as well as trying to do, have a critical goal of doing something about it, but there are no answers yet. So we made good gains in the last couple of years. We've been able to stabilize a lot of things in our district. We have not cut any programs. We've added to things, but that's something that's our most critical issue right now is getting money for schools for the safe return in the fall. And I guess I'll just add, unfortunately, safe schools in the fall are likely to be more expensive than what safe schools were before COVID. If there are more needs for cleaning, other distancing, other things that need to be done, that will cost more money, not less, unfortunately. It seems pretty evident, but could you speak to, on based upon all those facts, what the impact of budget cuts would have on the state's children and communities? It would be it would be devastating. It would be devastating, you know, from my perspective. About we have a situation where we educated kids remotely over the past two and a half months. I think we did a good job, but I think it's not nearly as good as them being face to face. So we already have a potential learning loss that we have to recover with our kids. If we are given additional loss and if we do have additional loss in ability to spend money and to spend it on teaching and learning, that loss is going to be carried forward and it's going to get worse. That's one critical issue. The other is, you know, services and programs for kids are vital during this time. Supporting kids socially and emotionally, people have lost jobs, the economy, and people's personal situations are not nearly what they were several months ago, and we need to be able to support kids with that, too. So it's not just the core academics. You know, it's, it's a lot of other things. You mentioned the video broadcasting. We have a robust CTE program where we're pipelining kids directly into the Michigan economy via skilled trades and other types of programs, and those things are at risk, and we could really be slowing down the progress of Michigan. Well, with what you're describing in mind, is there feasible ways that the legislature would be able to cover budget shortfalls? Yes. I think that, first of all, I want to commend them at speaking to the importance of doing so to begin with. I mean, we're starting from a position of everyone seeing this as an issue that needs to be addressed, and I'm not hearing anyone publicly say that this is just a problem that schools need to deal with. So that's a very positive thing, and I feel very supported. But I think there are a variety of solutions, none of them perfect, and it could be a number of things kind of put together to make it happen. Number one, the state's done a good job gaining money into their rainy day fund, into their surplus fund. That can be used. I think we think there are federal solutions. Number one, the state has, I think, north of $2.5 billion in CARES Act money they currently have. This is not new money. This is money they've already been appropriated. But if they were to receive flexibility on spending it, they could cover a number of shortfalls over the next several months in the general fund and the school aid fund. And that's something that does not need to receive an additional appropriation for. And that's something that we really have been working with our federal partners to try to get that relief. And then second of all, or third of all, excuse me, the most important thing I think is we need, likely are going to need another stimulus from the federal government for local government. Schools being one, our townships, our cities, other types of local government are going to need this for a longer term in order to fill in some of these potentially significant shortfalls. So the first two, though, are possible right now. One with a change in rules from the federal level and one with a decision of the local legislature. The third 
third is obviously not done. It's being worked through the Senate, but I think is a critical component to all this as well. All right. Well, Eric, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat and for bringing to light to the business community the impact of that recent statewide survey of Michigan parents showing concern over the safe return to school in the fall and the impact of the ability to work. So thanks again for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And once again, we've been speaking with Superintendent Eric Edoff of LCPS. That's the Lance Cruz Public Schools of Macomb County, Michigan. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.